I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. At the end of Sunshine Cleaning, a foxy grandpa shrugs off the extravagance of an advertising claim he's made by saying, it's a business lie. It's not the same as a life lie. There are no life lies in this lovely, sweet-spirited film, which was directed by Christine Jeffs from a strong debut screenplay by Megan Holly. The script has its share of contrivances, but the director and her co-stars, Amy Adams and Emily Blunt, bring a steadfast sense of truth to the story of two sisters trying to jumpstart their stuck lives and grow up. They're just wonderful, these two actresses, and quietly spectacular in different ways. Anyone who's seen Amy Adams in such recent films as Enchanted or Doubt knows she can switch from sweet to witty to radiant to poignant in the blink of a moist eye. Here, she's all of those things, sometimes simultaneously. She plays Rose Lorkowski, a single mother in Albuquerque who cleans houses for a living and imagines that her lover will leave his wife. Rose has been hobbled all her life by her need to please, but she's got a brave streak that sustains her after the lover, a cop played by Steve Zahn, points her toward the bizarre business of biohazard removal and crime scene cleanup. Emily Blunt has been best known until now for her performance as Meryl Streep's fevered first assistant in The Devil Wears Prada. It was a small part, almost overshadowed by Anne Hathaway's star turn, but she made it memorably funny. Far from being overshadowed in sunshine cleaning, she's a comic whirlwind with a still, grave center. She plays Nora, the younger sister who lives with their father. He's played by Alan Arkin and who joins Rose reluctantly in her new business venture. Prickly and wry, Nora is a displeaser. She displeases herself first and foremost by sabotaging her life at every turn. Sunshine Cleaning was produced by the same group that gave us Little Miss Sunshine, so comparisons are inevitable. Little Miss Sunshine had the broader canvas of a road trip, a stronger narrative thrust, and an irresistible seven-year-old heroine, although Rose's eight-year-old son Oscar is an endearing kid, too. Little Miss Sunshine got there first with Alan Arkin's lovably irascible grandfather— It wasn't such a great idea to have him play a similar part again, except that he does it so well. And the earlier film's contrivances seem more organic than those in the new one, most flagrantly a scene involving Nora and a railroad trestle and an underlying emotional structure that springs somewhat schematically from events in the sister's childhood. Yet the one element of sunshine cleaning that would seem to be pure contrivance, the central premise of cleaning up after murders and suicides, is developed with deep respect for its resonances. We come into people's lives when they've experienced something profound and sad. Rose tells a group of chattering women who can't begin to comprehend what a good soul she is. They've lost somebody and we help. In another scene that should seem like naked artifice but feels more like a tender tribute to our town, Rose speaks her heart to her dead mother via the long-dead CB radio in her ancient van. You've missed out, she says. You've missed out on some really great stuff. You'll miss out on some really great stuff if you don't see this surprising movie. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.